The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy. <laughs> Young little chuckle to myself. AKA. <laughs> Young haven't fucking set the mic up probably again. <laughs> How many fucking times? How many fucking times? AKA, Mr. How many fucking times? AKA. Young, are you sick of opening this podcast, press and play, listening to me talk about how I haven't set up the microphone properly yet? A.K.A. <laughs> Mr. Should Learn My Lessons. A.K.A. Mr. Recording This Podcast In The Dark For Some Reason. A.K.A. Mr. Living By The Light Coming From His Laptop. <laughs> you fucking boy, Captain Jack Fox. And it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. Now, what I'm blaming... The, wait there, I'm sorry if this hurts your ears if you listen, especially with uh, earphones in or something. Earphones, there you go, there you go, there you go, that's better. Fucking, you think I fucking learned my lesson, wouldn't you? The thing is... For starters, I should... I mean, I am in the dark. I'm living... Oh, see, it's falling over again. <sighs> I am sitting in the dark recording this, and I am just going off the light from my laptop. Um, and maybe if I'd put my room light on, I'd be able to see instead of the mic poppy. So, all right, fine. That one's my fault. Um, the reason why I haven't got my mic set up, though, is that I've just been, I've been doing a fiver order. Uh, you know how I do shit on Fiverr to get their bags, to get those racks, to get those checks, etc., etc. Um, long story short, some lady wanted some lady, a lady, a person, a human being. Let's give her the respect she deserves. A lady wanted a Fiverr order, and uh, I have learned my lesson on Fiverr in that when I record it and send it over, don't immediately then pack my stuff down and think that that's done because then they'll get back in touch and be like, actually, can we have something changed? And I learned that the hard way because the first time that happened, somebody sent me all the information they wanted for their Fiverr order. I wrote the song, recorded it, mixed it, sent it back, and it turned out they'd put two typos of names of people then they'd made typo mistakes and I'd just completely written the wrong, wrapped the wrong names. And the same thing happened again. Some lady wanted me to talk about a guy called Bryce, and she typed Bruce. So I left all my recording equipment out instead of packing it down, and now it's just all fucking jumbled together at the end of my desk. And then I've just fucking put it together to record this podcast. But anyways, that's a long fucking intro, and something that you didn't even really know, need to know about, but now, just welcome to my life. Okay, hi, how's it going? I'm just getting over a cold, so I apologise if I sound more nasally than normal. I know I have quite a nasally deep voice anyways, so I'm sorry if it sounds gravelly and nasally because that's just uh, how it goes. Thought it was COVID, did a test, wasn't COVID. Felt like shit anyways, 
I've been living on on uh, the blackcurrant lemsip drinks for the past. They're fucking, they're fucking nice. I tell you that. You know what I mean? If uh, they didn't have penicillin, penicillin in? They've got penicillin. What's it called? Painkillers. I don't know, but anyways, they're nice. I'm, I'm not going to drink too many of them because then I'll just get an addiction like Eminem. But they're nice. Uh, what a fucking. What a fucking crazy week, man. I've just finished watching uh, the Man United match against Brentford. Man United won 3 0. Nice to have United win a game for once. And funnily enough, my phone is dry. Normally, when Man United play a match and they lose, my phone is blown up with all my friends calling to take the piss out of us. But United play well, win comfortably, have a good match, and my phone's dry. So if you're listening to this, Nick Wood, suck a dick. Anyways, uh, this past weekend. I had the honour and privilege of hosting a Bongos Bingo Night in Billingham. Now, I know, I know I'm getting a bit too big time now. And I'm sorry for not telling you beforehand that this great event was happening in such a metropolis of a town that is Billingham. However, I was a last-minute replacement as... This is something that I would never, ever put myself forward for in a million years. Now, was I reluctant at first? Yes. Did they then tell me how much I would make for it? Yes. Did I then agree to it after seeing what the fee was? Yes. And why? Because we collect those bags, those racks, those checks, those euros, that De Niro, that cheddar. <coughs> I'm coming over a cold. Now, was the Bongo's bingo fucking terrible? Yes. Was it filled with middle-aged, old, drunk ladies who were annoying? Yes. It was terrible. It was a bad experience all round. And there was me. There was a drag queen who was called Mixie. Uh, and don't even know the the... The, the male's name, I just know her as Mixie. Give him a lift to Billingham and Newcastle and back. Didn't find out the real name. And there was also a DJ there called Phil. And the three of us were last-minute replacements. And between the three of us, we had no fucking idea what the fuck was going on. You may be listening to this. You may have played bingo before. You may be slightly familiar with the way bingo works. As am I. It's not fucking rocket science. Somebody reads numbers, you have a sheet in front of you with numbers on it. If they read your number, you cross it out. If you get a line, you win a prize. Two lines, win a prize. Full house, win a prize. Now, what sometimes they fail to tell you is if you if you really like bingo, if you really like bingo, if you take your bingo seriously, there is little, let's say... What's the word I'm looking for? Traditions. Now, you know my feelings on traditions already, no? I don't like traditions. I believe traditions are there to be ruined. And also, I'm not a bingo caller. I'm a comedian and a musician and a podcast host. So if I fuck up the tradition of the bingo call, don't come for me because... Unfortunately, bingo doesn't matter. And I don't, I don't 
I really don't give a fuck. You know the old legs 11, uh, two, f- two sitting ducks, 22. Fuck all that shit. You're just getting the fuck. I'm getting. I don't care one iota about this gig, right? These, this is, this is. There was, there was probably. I'm gonna say there was 200 people there. It was a full room, 200 people, you know, and this is an event that these people have been looking forward to. This isn't just like, oh, should we just go to the big bonkers big? No, you have to book in advance. You pay for a table. You get all your mates down. This is a this is being planned well in advance for these people. These people have made a night of going to bingo. I was planning on making a night of sitting in the house, eating pizza and watching YouTube, and all of a sudden I'm in the fucking arse of Billingham being shouted at by somebody for not going, it's Dancing Queen 17, not just 1 and 7, 7. At one point, I said 3 and 7, 73. I got my things mixed up. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I'm looking at the fucking bingo caller machine. It's very small. Can't read it properly. I fucked up. They started booing us like a fucking pantomime villain. And I took it upon myself, which in hindsight, probably not the best idea, for starters, I'm at the back of the stage because the XLR lead connected to the... Because the, the lead from the microphone connected to the mixer wasn't very long. So I had to stand at the back of the stage. There's a huge stage in front of us, which doesn't help at all with my trying to control the crowd. I'll read out 3773. Uh, 3 and 7, 73 instead of 7 and 373. I started booing us. I took a, <laughs> a terrible bad decision to go, look, I don't care about this. <laughs> In hindsight, probably not the best idea. But I literally said on the microphone to a room full of 200 people booing me, I said, this isn't even my whole Friday. (laughs) I said, I'm not a bingo caller. I don't care about this. Not only did they not like it, but they just refused to not reply to it and boo even more. So, whatever, man. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. These bingo things, like the quizzes and the bingos that I do are crazy because people just, you just realise how serious these people take these things, like quizzes and a bingo, like a bingo. And then, in fairness, the DJ was pretty good. The DJ had my back for most of it uh, because then something like 17 Dancing Queen came on and then he plays the song, the full song, by the way, in the middle of a game of bingo, just starts spinning ABBA and I'm like, all right then. I didn't get home until about fucking half two in the morning. After he spins every fucking tune that rhymes with a number. Piss take. Oh, man, I wish I'd, like, videoed the whole night. It was just fucking nuts. But, you know, as they say, or as I say, and as I have said previously, I'll do out for the bag. Speaking of bags, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by Lemsip, specifically the blackcurrant flavour. Why? Because fuck lemon for all it's worth. Feel like you might have COVID? Hosted a bingo lately in Billingham? Feel like I might have germs? And you want to try, specifically, the blackcurrant lemsip. Because fuck lemon. 
All right, while I've got you here, uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be at Laurels in Whitley Bay, Saturday Night Comedy on the coast in Whitley Bay at Laurels. A great lineup, me, Anya Atkinson, Anthony Young, and hosted by Hal Branson, one of the nicest venues around the Northeast. Come through, come see a comedy show. And then Sunday, I'm going to see Shane Gillis in Leeds, if anybody in Leeds is about, or any of my comedy friends are going to that. Give me a shout. But yeah, Saturday, Whitley Bay, yay! I'm really quite looking forward to Saturday because it's a really, really good lineup. It's actually a really, really nice venue as well. Laurels, apparently, it's been done up as well. Apparently, I've got a really nice green room now because before we just be stuck in the office. Sometimes it's quite awkward when someone have to come in and make a phone call. We have to have to be quiet because it looks really professional from the outside, but on the inside, it's actually quite, you know, you know, it's, it's a small independent venue, but you know, from the outside, it looks really good. But anyways, then suddenly we're going to see Shea Gillis. Shea Gillis, apparently, a really, really good comedian, even though I haven't seen much from him live because he's from America, he's a small time comedian, but then suddenly he just for a Ross up Leeds. That's like, oh, that's great. And on his podcast, he had Louis C.K. and they talked about uh, lots of presidents in the United States. It was really funny, it was really interesting. I really look forward to going to spend and have a little day trip out of myself to Lisa see Shingles. And we're back, and the good news is my nose is running. Yes, my nose is running because he's got a cold, but that's fine. Um, fucking. yeah, man, the fucking bingo, what a pain in the fucking arse that was. Uh, to make matters. Not worse. I, sh- I shouldn't be so such a such a fucking shouldn't be such a Debbie Downer. But but on uh, the Wednesday, uh, so so the bingo was Friday. So the the Wednesday before that, I uh, hosted the quiz that I do every week at the Pavilion in Newcastle. And this past week gone was the most teams we've ever had, the most people we've ever had, the most teams we've ever had, and I was I was just starting to have my cold and I felt fucking shit and I was like, oh for fuck's sake, couldn't be asked. Um, oh, just like last week when I was talking about um, last week's podcast when my, you know, my friends came to my gig and they were like oh I hope you don't take the piss out of it as well it was kind of the opposite this time because there was a guy there who it was his first time coming to the quiz in fact, in fact he was just at the pub and then I was like there's a quiz on he said oh I joined the quiz remember fine and then um, you know afterwards I went to collect the pens or whatever we got talking and uh he was like, just tell us his life story. And I'm like, oh, my, my guy, calm down. And then it came up in a conversation that I was a stand-up comedian. I don't like telling people I'm a stand-up comedian. All that, I even, what I even do in terms of like, you know, music or anything like that. Because I just, I know it's bad. I know it's bad. I know I should be open and honest about it. But I just sometimes don't want people to know these things. Um, and then he started asking us these questions like, you know, what who, who, who do I like? Who are my favourite comedians? And I'm like, oh... I don't want to mansplain to this guy, but I'm like, there's no way. I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. But looking at this gentleman, I have I have read this book. Looking at this gentleman, I have bootlegged the movie that is based on this book. I know all the twists and turns. I know all the surprise characters. I know the third act where it turns out the guy was a ghost all along. I know this book inside and out. I have, I have quotes from it tattooed across my body. I know this book. And looking at this gentleman, there was no way this guy is familiar with David Hell's second Netflix special called Roadworks, which has now been deleted off Netflix and is only available on Comedy Central in the USA. You know what I'm saying? And that was even more evident when he asked me who do I like, and I said, to be honest, don't like a lot of UK comedians, prefer mostly American comedians. 
And then he said, what about the two Ronnies? And then I said, well, I'm now checked out of this conversation. And the most you're going to get out of me is, oh, yeah. And that's it as far as this conversation goes. And it got to the point, I should say, also say the guy was there with, I believe, his stepdaughter or his girlfriend. I'm sorry, I got to blow my nose. I'm really sorry. Uh, stepdaughter or his girlfriend's daughter or partner's daughter or something. I don't, I don't know. He's there with not his biological daughter, let's say. And they were then, oh, this has given you way too much information. I don't, I'm trying not to reveal who this guy is. I, I, he told us his name and everything. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care, mate. Uh, it turns out his partner and subsequently his partner's daughter are from Poland and he's not, he's just from Newcastle. So I tell him, stand a comedian, what kind of stuff do you do? Oh, it's mostly just stuff about my crazy life and I'm a musician and uh, my girlfriend lives in America and it's always funny and wacky and whatever. Uh, and he was like, oh, I've been collecting on my phone because one day I'm going this is what he said by the way I've been collecting on my phone one day I'm going to write a book of all the mistakes that my he must say girlfriend oh my, my girlfriend's made because she's Polish and I'm like okay I can kind of see how that would be you know broken English like I can see how that could be funny in some situations um and <laughs> the one example he told us and he was he was, he did that he did that really annoying thing where he confides in his stepdaughter. He says, "E wasn't it funny when E you're not gonna he's looking at me like are oh, you not gonna believe this? Wasn't it funny when you know the other day when uh, she went I need to go to the toilet, but instead of saying I need to go to the toilet, she went I'm gonna I need to go for a piss, but instead of saying piss, she said peas. I need to go for a peas. That was the joke." That was the, that, he wrote that down. He thought that was good enough and funny enough to base a book on the fact that his Polish girlfriend has a slight bit of an accent. And now, I'm not even sure, he's, this is this is like one of the things he, t- he tells us, like 10 of these things that his girlfriend says in Polish with a slight accent. I need to go for a piece. I'm like, that's not... That's just somebody who has an accent. So now I'm looking for confirmation of the stepdaughter for when she's laughing to cue me for me to laugh. And then I'm laughing like fucking Jason Bateman in that one episode of Arrested Development. <laughs> like, I, like I'm just waiting for... Like he's talking to me and I'm giving him the eyes. And then as soon as he looks at his stepdaughter, I'm looking at her. Then when she smiles, I'm just copying her. When she smiles, I smile. Because it's obvious, like, if you know the Polish lady, if you know the Polish mother, then obviously it's, oh, watch Sandra, watch she like. She always needs a piece. <laughs> Fine. But then don't tell somebody that you've just met who's hosted a quiz at the local pub, who's also a stand-up comedian. Don't tell that person when your Polish girlfriend needs to go for a piss. She says, peace, and then expect me to, like, slap my leg. Like, you know what, mate? That's the fucking funniest fucking story I have ever fucking heard. Can I write that down? Do you mind if I use that? And imagine me going on the stand the next time I'm on the stand. 
And then the guy was like, oh, you know what it is? I, I, I like a lot of English comedians, you know, like Michael McIntyre and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, each to their own. It's, it's not for me, but, it, you know, it's fine. And he's like, I, I just don't like it when... When comedians have to rely on bad language. I'm like, you've just been telling me about your wife pissing all over everywhere for the past 20 minutes. You thought it was the funniest thing anybody's ever fucking said in your goddamn life. I'm just Jason Bateman over <laughs> The fuck's this guy on about, man? You guys. You, look, if you listen to this, you're a nice guy. But you other guys out there. You are just like, are oh, you a stand-up comedian? Use this. My, my mom does it all the time. And she's the daughter of a fucking stand-up comedian. You must be able to use this in one of your skits. Skits! 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 Skit these nuts doesn't make sense. Oh, I'm all hot and bothered now. I'm all hot and agitated. <sighs> I've decided... That I don't think I would like to be Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming was on TV the other day. And at one point, Spider-Man scales the side of the Washington Monument in Washington, D.C. in the USA. And he gets to the top and then there's some sort of malfunction where... Uh, he might fall off and these little communicator assistant, whatever in his head, is like, oh yeah, you've got like two minutes or you're going to die. And then at that point, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't think it's for me that, to be honest. You know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh yeah, I'm Spider-Man, I'm Batman, I'm Superman. And I think, and now as I'm older, I think I've realised that it is true. With great power does come great responsibility. And... I'm not ready for that responsibility, to be honest. I can't be trusted to not touch something that says wet paint. <laughs> so I don't think... I just don't think it's for me. I'll leave it to somebody younger who's more susceptible, who also likes spiders. I quite have a fear of spiders, so I'd just be looking at my mirror like, oh, fuck, like, I don't, I don't really... It's not for me. So if bad guys, you know... Uh, Dr. Octavia, if you listen to this, it's not me. I'm not the guy. It's somebody else. I mean, all my initials are JJ. I'm letting you know my government name there, but it's not me. Oh, glad I got that off my chest. Um, <laughs> I can't be trusted with a weapon. That's pretty funny. I'm going to write that down, actually. You should write that one down. You should write that one down. That's good, that one. You should write that one down. Um, right, where paint sign down there. Paint sign. There's something there. Uh, all right, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> this is this has been a barnstorming episode. Uh, thanks for uh continuing to listen to this. I might take. I love doing this podcast. I don't think I'll ever stop for any reason anytime soon. But I might take a little break uh, shortly for some reasons that will become apparent soon. Nothing nothing bad, nothing bad, nothing bad. Everything's fine. But I might just take a little break for a couple of weeks soon. Um, do keep sharing it and supporting it. I appreciate it. Uh, I am going to start doing some Feltnell Patreon stuff, and I'll let you know when that happens. And then you can hopefully go and sign up to that for £3 a month. 
Uh, I'm in Whitley Bay on Saturday at Laurels. If you want to come through, give me a shout. I'll try and get you in for some discounted tickets, cheap tickets. And uh, just have a good week. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. And speak to you on the flip side. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night skies are like shooting ops? I can really sell a brick right now, brick right now, brick right now. <laughs>